Did you know that today is World Mental Health Day? I hope you have time to take a few moments to think about how you can take care of your own health and especially your mental health, but also how you can support others at work, in your team, at home, your friends, in your community, and how we can together create a world that is healthier, that allows us to feel well and to support each other's well-being. It's no secret that currently we are living through a very challenging time. There's a lot of fear about the future. There's uncertainty. We don't know when the pandemic's going to really be over or really at all. There's in many countries and places, there's also political and societal uncertainty and unrest. So yeah, it's pretty rough right now. I think so too. But what can we do? There's things we can do on the systemic level. There's structural changes that need to be that need to happen, both in our organizations, in our communities, in our countries and in the world. But what can we do as individuals in our immediate world, in our immediate surroundings? First, Take care of yourself. This sounds selfish, yes. But think about when you're in an airplane and, and we receive the message to first put the oxygen on our, the oxygen mask on ourselves and then help the person next to us. That's counterintuitive for many of us. But the same comes to how to promote mental health and well-being among ourselves, among, in our families, in our communities, and our work. Be the change you want to be. I know it's an old phrase, but it still, it still holds true. So what can we do, for example, at work? Talk about mental health. Talk about wellness. Check in with each other, especially today when we're telecommuting, so many of us. Check in with each other. How are you doing? And I know it can feel awkward to talk about how people are doing and people's mental health, but we can do it in a non-intrusive way, just as one human to another, just asking, how are you doing really? And be prepared to listen. And also, if you notice that someone in your team is checking out, maybe not participating in team meetings, maybe being very quiet during those video conference calls. Perhaps it's time to reach out to them directly and just carefully state the fact, I've noticed you've been quiet lately. I haven't heard from you in a while. How are you really doing? And maybe share how you're doing to create that trust. These are not easy conversations, but they're very important. And that's a place to start, to also create a culture in your organization, in your team, that's safe and that allows you to focus on each other's well-being and resiliency. A lot of people ask me, how do we talk about mental health and well-being across cultures? Because we know that there's stigma associated with it Different cultures have different traditions and different values and norms associated with it. Again, it starts with just being curious enough to learn a little bit about them, 
to learn about the culture, to observe, and to perhaps ask someone from the same culture to reach out to the person first or even advise you how you can do it, and especially if you are in a leadership position. The biggest challenge I've seen in, in multicultural organizations and large global organizations is exactly that. When it comes to mental health and well-being pro programs, how to make them culturally sensitive, culturally appropriate. Often we come into this topic with, from our own perspective, with our own culture background, which is often Western, especially when it comes to mental health programs. And I come from a Western culture and I can see that too. And, but how we talk about well-being and mental health, how to manage stress, burnout, sadness, depression, it's very much cultural of what we feel is okay for us to talk about and that we feel safe talking about. So let's not go into these discussions or create these programs at work with our, uh, from our own perspective. Be tuned into the other people you're working with and their culture. It's a long process. It's not something you do in it overnight, but it's a place to start. So that's the message I would like to share with you today. And then remind you, uh, it's okay to take care of yourself. There's no reason to feel guilt. I know some people or many people that I've talked to say, oh, I'm so busy. I have so much to do at work. My team needs me. My organization needs me. My clients needs me. I do not have time to sleep enough. I do not have time to exercise to do what I love, to take a break from work. You're actually doing not just yourself, uh, you're not just hurting yourself, but you're actually also hurting your work by not taking care of yourself. So I don't want to guilt you into it, but it is important and you have the right to do so. So I hope you've had a lovely Saturday and that you've had time to take care of yourself, your own well-being. Hopefully spend time with some people you love, perhaps outside, doing activities that makes you happy. I'm going to spend the rest of the day with my teenagers and their marching band. They have their first performance today and we're really excited and happy that they can perform despite the COVID situation, that it's safe enough here. And I'm going to join in their joy and also enjoy the football game. And I hope and I wish you the same, that you have some fun and can enjoy yourself today. Take good care.